didn't my God deliver Moses from King Pharaoh? And didn't he cool the fiery furnace? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. When I think of what my God can do, he delivered Daniel. I know he'll deliver you. see if I can get all this. That was Emily and Evan soloing. Rachel Krems is on the bass there and the infamous Johnny Leonard on trumpet. All under the direction of Vance's. Oh, and Melissa Che. All that over there was Melissa Cheo. Hartle. Don't forget that. Whew. We never forget you. He never forgets us. That's it. All under the direction of Vance music director, Mrs. Debbie Riding. Okay, beautiful people. Here's the way today is going to work. How about that? Audience participation time, which means you have to talk. If you are watching on Facebook Live or listening on the radio, I will do my best to repeat what is said so that you can hear it. But you have to talk. This will not work if you don't talk. Got it? Yeah, I'm watching Jim. You go hide? Okay. On October 9th, five years ago, I know the date just because that's my birthday. Five years ago, y'all got together in a meeting in the fellowship hall and you talked about your vision for this church in the future. And the reason you were doing that was because it was part of your vision for what you wanted in a new pastor. Do y'all remember that, some of you? Now, some of you, we're going to get to you. Some of you were not here with us five years ago. And that's okay. I want to talk to you in just a minute. 
If we have done what we're supposed to do, our attendance today has doubled because all of you have brought a guest with you today. But there are some people who are new here, and we might talk to you in a minute, too. Okay, so when you got together and talked about your vision for what you wanted this church to become, do you remember what kinds of things were said? Okay, perhaps I wasn't clear. This won't work today if you don't participate. (laughs) Amber, you remember some things? You were on the committee. We wanted our church to grow. Right. We wanted our church to grow. What else? We wanted to use our building. Now, just a few minutes ago, Mr. Cowenbauer was si- Karenbauer was sitting back there. He left us his wife, which is a good deal for us. If you don't think this building is now being used, stop by some Monday night. There is no place to park. There is no room open and available. There are over 100 scouts in the Christian Ed Wing. We have the Youth Symphony Orchestra here. We have Young Life here. We have Junior League here. And there's somebody else that meets here on Mondays as well. Session is going to meet here next Monday, and I don't know where we're going to go. Other than being not used so well during the day, We can check that box pretty well. So, we wanted to grow. We wanted our building used. What else did we want? Jim Squibb? More involvement in the community. community. Hmm. Hmm. Well, let me tell you a story. We have a new project that we're doing with Junior League. The food security network of our county has set up these things called blessing boxes all over the county where people can go and get food and items out of these blessing boxes. And then if they're able, they can put other ones back in. And I talked to the deacons about it, and I said, if we from the deacons' food pantry provide the food for this and Junior League provides the volunteers for that, would we go for that? That would be an interesting partnership for us to have with Junior League, who shares space in our building, but isn't necessarily somebody we interact with a lot. He said, okay, we could do that. And somebody said to me, because our, our blessing box is down the road here, somebody said to me, it, I don't know why they would come and talk to us. You'd think they'd talk to those churches that are a lot closer to where that box is than we are. And I said, no, I don't. I don't think that at all. Well, let me tell you what was said when I was there with the blessing box. They said, woman who's in charge of the food insecurity network here in town said, we know that if we need help with kids or hunger or poverty, we come to you. We ought to be very grateful to have that reputation as a church in our community. Okay? I'm sorry. I'm screwing you up. I'm walking around today. What else? We wanted our building used. We wanted more involvement in the community. We wanted to grow as a church. 
And I think growth meant spiritually, statistically, financially, numbers-wise, all of that stuff, right? What else? We wanted the live nativity out front. That's happening. You know what? We're talking about trying to get other groups to come in and do the live nativity on the weekends, like ask Junior League to take a night, ask the Scouts to take a night, all that kind of stuff. Kind of kills two birds with one stone, gets us more involved with the community and still has our lets us do the live nativity more nights than we can just do it ourselves. I just looked back here and heard the giggles. I think our choir should take a night with the live nativity. Yeah! Yeah! We do give you, we do give you all the hot chocolate and, co- and cookies you can have, so. All right, good. <laughs> you ask for audience participation and then that's what you get. See how it is? Live nativity, but the point of the live nativity was so that people could see us and know that there's life here and know that Christmas is an important holiday in our religious faith. And we did cocoa and coffee on the corner, which also got people excited. Of all the evangelistic events we have done in the time that I've been here, the one that has, the one that has actually resulted in butts in the pews was coffee and cocoa on the corner, believe it or not. Don't give that up, Parker Road. Don't give it up. What else did we want to do? We, we are a supporter of health right, but that, that we did not, in, in, in at least the things that I have said that summarized our vision at that time, it was more about being missional, supporting other organizations, but being involved in the community. And we also wanted to hands-on volunteer and really increase that. It wasn't that we never did it before, it was that we wanted to do more of it. What else? More Christian ed offerings, that's right. More Christian ed offerings, and for a long time, I've worked really hard with Christian ed, but for a long time, when we talked about Christian ed here, it only meant children. And we've done some great things with our kids, and we do some great things with our kids. And parents in the room, listen to me. For the next few years, we may not have the biggest and the flashiest and the most expensive children and youth programs in the valley. But I promise you, as the pastor of this church, as the shepherd of this flock, I promise you, we will know your children by name and they will find a welcome here. I promise you. Hey, I got applause. Choir, you're not the only ones. So we wanted to do good things for our kids, but we also wanted to offer more adult offerings. We wanted to have um, more small groups and things for our adults to do, not just to learn, but also to 
interact and have good time and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. What else? Anything else you remember from that? Yes, Bob. No. Not, 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 not in the, I was not there, of course, but not in the summaries that I know was there a discussion of our radio audience. And by the way, when you say we want to grow, do keep in mind that if everybody who listened to us on Facebook Live and the radio joined us on Sunday morning, we would have to build a new sanctuary. It would increase our attendance by about 20-fold. Which is fabulous, right? I mean, that's great. These people listen. I meet someone almost every other week who says, Oh, you're, you look like that. I hear you on the radio. You look like that. I hear you on the radio. I wonder what they think I look like. <laughs> don't answer that. Don't write letters. I don't want to know. But here's the thing. We don't have really a good connection with those people from the radio. We don't know who they are. We don't know what they need from us. We're not meeting their needs, therefore. And quite frankly, we don't put this thing on public radio. We pay a lot of money every year to send this out for people to hear. And that's important. We've chosen as a church to say that's important ministry for us. But it sure would be nice to get even 1% of that back from our listening folks, and we don't. So, anything else anybody remembers about the vision process? Jim? Nope. <laughs> he just was hating this. <laughs> okay, now, there are some of you who were not with us five years. You're new here. New quote-unquote, here, as it goes. Does this sound like the church that you have felt here, found here? Does this sound like a church that's interested in Christian ed, a church that's interested in growth, a church that... What else did we say? We've checked some of the boxes off. Has a live nativity... Has it, one of the things was we wanted a nursery for our children. We have that. Um, church that wants our building used, that wants to be involved in the community. Does that fit with what you found here? Okay, you have to talk too, this audience participation. Tell us why you are here. Is any, are any of those things the reason that brought you here? Or keep you here? I'm looking at Canes and Loonies and Denise. Who else? Bob, you actually weren't here during that time. You? How about you? Does that sound right to you? Yeah? Yeah? Yeah, we need... Well, I knew you were going to say something like that. I knew you were going to say the growth isn't coming along either. But here's, here's, here's what i got to say about that. Oh, anybody else? How about you? Anybody else want to say anything? 
The community. Oh, you like the community. All right, so you're finding community here. That's good. The music was not... Now, wait, this is going to be interesting because we're going to get there. The music wasn't even mentioned in the visioning. We'll get to that in a minute. You're right. Thank you, Gail. Did you hear what Frank said, though? I think we should have had more Christian ed opportunities. I think we should have more growth. I think we should be more engaged in the community. And, 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 but then he added, now usually, Frank, it's taken Frank three years to come along to this with me, but usually Frank will just stop there. But he did say this time, he said, but I can see it coming, right? You, I can see it coming. We're working in that direction, right? That's what a vision is. Oh, we think that this is what we want to be, and this is the direction we need to move to get there. So that feels to me like we're making the vision become a reality. Yeah. Now, there are a few people here who I have not seen in the sanctuary before today. And I would just simply ask you, does that, what we've described, does that sound like a kind of church that you would want to be a part of? I'm seeing some nods. Right? That's a good vision for a church to have, to be involved in the community, to grow, to, to, to find community, to be a place of community. Right? So apparently, this vision fits really with who we have been, who we are, and who we want to be. So my question to you is, how did you learn to embrace and carry that vision? Think about that for a minute. How did you learn to embrace and carry that vision? It's interesting, isn't it? That obviously that seems to be the direction that we want to go. And we're moving in that way. But how did we learn to embrace and carry that vision forward? That really is the question for us today. And you know, all of the prophets of the Bible had visions from God, all of them. And all of them had to say to the people somehow, this is the vision God has given me, and you need to embrace it and carry it forward. How do you do that? Habakkuk was a, Hebrew is Habakkuk, but Habakkuk was a, a prophet right before the people were exiled. And he, the, the book of Habakkuk is beautiful because it's only three chapters. And it's three chapters the way that prophets talk. The first chapter is the prophet saying, oh God, where are you? Why don't you help me? The world is full of woe. Woe. Help me. 
The second chapter is God saying to Habakkuk, this is the way it really is, man. Here's my vision for you and the people. Go embrace that vision and carry it forward. And then the third one is prayer. The prophet prays. It's a common form in the prophets. But here's what happens. After Habakkuk has said his woes to God and God answers, God says this. Write the vision. Make it plain on tablets so that a runner may read it. For there is still a vision for the appointed time. It speaks of the end and does not lie. If it seems to tarry, if it seems... Frank, if it seems to tarry, wait for it. It will surely come. It will not delay. Wait for it. It will surely come. You know that the word Habakkuk, you know what it means? It means embrace. It's not a coincidence that Habakkuk was the prophet saying to the people, embrace the vision, carry it forward. And I'm thinking, how did this people learn to carry this vision forward? And it occurs to me a couple of things. One is, many of you have been here for a very long time. Some of you have been here all your lives. Means you were baptized as children here. You were confirmed here. Many of you were married here. You raised your children here who were baptized and confirmed and married here. Your grandchildren come back and visit here or some of them come and play here. You've carried it on generationally. But you've also carried it on in the community. People say, when we need help with children and the poor, we call you. From the very start, from the very start of a child's time here with us, we are carrying on and passing on an embraced vision to them. You know how we do it? You know how we do it? Show me a picture. We baptize them. We baptize them. Chase was not a child there. Chase was a young adult. He made the decision to be baptized. I do want you to know that in that picture, though, where Chase is and I'm touching his head and putting water on there, he had so that one, he had so much product in his hair that day, I thought my hand was going to get stuck to his head. You know I love you, but you're, and you always look good, man, but come on. <laughs> look how little Cruz is. 
when we baptize infants, we embrace them in the community. Now, this one is interesting to me because Madison wouldn't come to me. But usually in the church, we take in the child, we embrace the child. The pastor representing the church takes hold of that child to say, we are embracing you in this community. You are part of the vision that we will carry forward well into your future. See, friends, this is our future. It's the future of our faith. Most generational scholars say things to us like, Christianity is only one generation away from extinction. Very true. Now we know to embrace our children. We know to bring them into the community. We know to bring them into the faith. We have to do that with more vision than just our faith, the vision that the church has to grow, to be community-oriented and missional. to be able to teach the faith to all those who want to know. And yes, dear ones, <laughs> yes, lest we forget to be the church where worship and music are primary. There was not any mention that I could see anywhere on any of the records for the visioning about the worship and music that happens in this place. Do you know why I think that is? I think it's because it's been so good that we sometimes take it for granted. It's been so good that we sometimes take it for granted. Music is the vehicle through which we honor God in this space. part of the vision this church has had since its beginning. If you look at the records, the history, the, the, the vision of our founders, music was part of it. Worship was part of it. I apologize. Great preaching was part of it. You deserve a better preacher, but this is the one you got. I'm sorry. We now enter into a time where we're carrying a vision that has been embraced for decades here to carry it on. But that only works if you share it. It only works if you tell people about it. It only works if you embrace it yourself. very familiar baptism text is the prophet saying 
the Lord shall pour out the Holy Spirit upon all people and on all flesh. And they will know the Lord. That can't happen without us. Friends, embrace the vision and carry it forward. In Jesus' name. Amen.